Welcome to The Omnibus Show, a program for people who are interested in everything, with deep conversations on a wide variety of subjects. And now, your host, Dave Gibbs. Hello, and welcome to this edition of The Omnibus Show. Today, we are in Feinstein's at the Hotel Carmichael in Carmel, Indiana. I'd like to welcome today's guest, Eric Nevins, the host and producer of the Halfway There podcast, a Christian podcast where he interviews Christians about their spiritual journeys, and he's also the founder of the Christian Podcasters Association. Welcome, Eric. It's great to have you here today. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, I'd like to go right into it and, and discuss with you, or you tell us about um, your journey to building your podcast halfway there and, and how you've built on that. Yeah, well, so it was actually quite the journey because it took me two years to start halfway there. Um, the, the short version of the story is I thought I was going to be a pastor. And I went, it took me nine years. I grabbed a nine year, a three year degree in the nine years. Uh, it took me a while to get that done. And then I graduated during the middle of the downturn and uh, ended up not in entering pastoral ministry and finding myself working in uh, the financial world, which I did not particularly enjoy. Uh, but that's where I was. And I got a job where I had to actually work for a living. I had to click buttons, bouncing people's checks. So I like to say I was a bouncer and uh, I was. Uh, you know, ruining somebody's day for a living. And, uh, but to entertain myself, I started listening to podcasts and I found a ton of people. Uh, they're kind of now they're, I would consider them some of the, the luminaries of online business, Michael Hyatt and Amy Porterfield, Pat Flynn, uh, John Lee Dumas. Uh, there's, there's others that I listen to a lot who really kind of inspired me and made me think I could probably do this. Uh, it was something I studied spiritual formation as part of my master divinity uh, mm -hmm. because I always had this question of how do we grow in Christ? What does that actually look like? And I wanted to still contribute to that conversation. So in 2014, when I was listening to all these podcasts, I started imagining what would that be like? What, what could I do um, that would actually uh, contribute to the conversation and help shape a different idea about really what the Christian spiritual experience is like. Uh, when I was a kid, maybe this is like the same for you. Uh, it was, the story was always, uh, my life was terrible that I met Jesus. And now my life is great, right? Which is awesome, except for all the other stuff that happens in life. The, the spiritual journey isn't always like that. And so um, that's what the story I wanted to tell. And I set out to, to do it. it. Took me a couple of years. I finally hired a coach, uh, Tim Morris, um, who's out in Ohio. And he it was actually one of my classmates uh, at seminary. Uh, he was a coach and he helped me kind of get over those mental barriers to get started and to just release it before it was ready, you know, get it going and uh, start sharing. So that was, that was kind of how I got started. Well, that's great. And, and now you're, you've, you've had quite a few hundred programs that you've gotten into. Yeah, today I just published episode number 333, and then there's a bunch of bonus episodes. So we published about 350 uh, episodes so far uh, on that show. And if you had told me that, so we've been doing about six and a half years. If you had told me that back then, I would have been 
uh, maybe might have laughed at you and thought, wow, that's that's incredible. Uh, but that's where we are. I've committed to doing 10 years of halfway there. That's my uh, goal. So we've got another 150 episodes or so to go and uh, 170. Uh, so until we get done, until we get to 10 years, episode 500, we'll, uh, we'll keep trucking. I, I think this is a really interesting question because, uh, I, I said in a meeting, uh, of my, uh, podcasters recently that I'm pretty satisfied with halfway there. So one of the things I was concerned at the time, uh, was that I didn't felt, I didn't feel like I'd made any real impact on the world. I mean, certainly there were people who loved me and cared about me and I had friends who I would help, but, um, I didn't feel like there was anything that I had contributed. And so that one of the driving motivations for me on that show was to, to contribute something to the spiritual formation conversation. I literally do think a lot, uh, very often when I'm editing and, and working on the show about how it's going to be, um, perceived, let's say a hundred or 200 years from now. I know that seems maybe a little grandiose, but if you think about, some of the artifacts that we have from people like the reformers from saints and, you know, and in, in the in pre other traditions, uh, those, those things turn out to be really valuable. And I, I think about my show a little bit in that way, maybe somebody would be listening to it. I'm not going to pay the bill forever for hosting. Right. But, uh, my hope is that a hundred or 200 years from now, somebody else to be listening to it, trying to figure out what was life with God like in, uh, in the 21st century. Well, that's great because um, one of the challenges of our times, I think, is um, the narrative of reality. Mm -hmm. And you have um, a lot of people saying a lot of different things. And it's great to have all of these articles and podcasts that we have so that people can right. go back in the future and <clears throat> really get an understanding from primary sources well, I was going to add to that because I think we, we have to – when you think about research and the ways that we know things, right, from the past, um, it's it, – we, we do it by looking at artifacts, right? So I think of every single episode that I produce as an artifact of somebody's life. It's a snapshot. It's not people evolve and grow and change after they've done an interview with me. I've, I've got – I could point to numerous examples. Um, but it is – it is a, an artifact of our time. And I, I think that just lends a little bit of weight to it uh, as, I, as I go. Sure. Now, you've had some well-known guests like Oz Guinness, a yep. cultural critic, and the writer Andrew Claven. Yeah. And you've had a number of other people. Um, what would you say are some of the milestones? Yeah. In, you know, either people or topics. You know, this is a spiritual journey, so it's very personal for people. But what what would you say were milestones along the way? Yeah, I there are a couple that stand out to me. Um, I think the very first one was getting to a thousand downloads. You got to remember, I, I launched in 2016 when most people didn't even know what a podcast was. In fact, a couple of my first guests were like, "You're going to do what with this with this audio that you're recording?" It's like, no, I'm going to put it on the internet and then people are going to listen to it. Oh, okay. So it took a lot longer than maybe it takes for somebody today uh, to get uh, 
to get that because online content wasn't as as popular as it is now. But that getting to a thousand downloads seemed to take forever. It was probably three or three months, maybe four months. It just took it took a really long time. And my wife was very happy when I reached that. She was like, "Okay, good, you finally made it." Um, so that was a big one for me. I think hitting episode number one hundred, I interviewed Aaron Nequist, uh, who is the husband of Shauna Nequist, who's a popular writer. Um, and he's a writer himself. He had a book called, uh, Oh, uh, eternal current. It was called about the kind of all the different streams of Christianity that, that, uh, you could explore. I thought that was a really good one uh, for the, that particular one. Having Oz Guinness on the show was a huge milestone because it was Oz Guinness who actually inspired me to go in this direction, even though he didn't know it. There was a book, um, he wrote called a free people suicide. So before this, Two things. I was one, not a very good preacher. I did not enjoy that particular medium. Not, not the one for me, uh, for sharing, uh, content. And I also was really into politics. I really, I do, I do enjoy, I enjoy presidential politics. I've read, I have an ambition to read a biography of every U S president. I've gotten up to Andrew Jackson, but there's no audiobooks of Martin Van Buren. So I have to, I have to take that one a little slower. Uh, so I love that. And I was writing about politics and stuff like that on a website. Um, and I got, found out you could get free books. And so I got this book from, uh, free people suicide from Oz Guinness that came out, uh, with, with IVP pretty philosophical. You, you'd love it. I know you, I, if you haven't read it, you might uh, really enjoy it, but he convinced me that what matters in our country is really uh, the idea of character, right? So it doesn't matter what our laws say necessarily. It matters whether or not uh, people are willing to abide by those laws and hold each other accountable to them, uh, certainly in the branches of government, but also as citizens. And I started asking myself the question, like, what, how do you change character? How, how does that actually work? And I, I quickly found uh, that it was stories, right? You think about for millennia, you know, how, how have people uh, in a tribe of, of people changed the the or shaped who we are right we tell stories about our ancestors about you know as as christians we do this we have stories from the bible we say these are the saints these are the people that we look up to and uh, so i said you know what i want to start telling stories i want to get better at that uh, and so instead of doing something where i was essentially telling people what i think or what they should think i started pushing into stories and that's how halfway there came to be uh, a story show where I'd get people to tell me their stories instead of where I get people to like, tell me what we should do or think or, or say. Um, so that was a big one. Um, one other uh, one, um, Andrew Clayman was a big one. That was episode 300. Uh, I also have gotten to meet some of my, uh, high school heroes in, I got, I had John Schlitt on the show from Petra, which I was a huge Petra fan. I'm kind of a hair, hair band guy. And, uh, and then I had um, Jamie Rowe from Guardian also, which so that was kind of cool to just meet some people that I never thought I'd be able to meet. And they end up checking their faith, right? They end up going, this is not, you know, not for me. If, if this group of people doesn't, you know, can't, doesn't treat me well or whatever. Um, and, you know, we're, we've been through a little bit of that, but I think because of my show, because I've heard so many stories of how God is faithful, of how God uh, leads people in seasons and uh, this way and sometimes that way and through surprising things and things that you don't even think would be would turn out to be a good thing. 
I don't have the same kind of doubts as, as other people might. Um, it's a season we're in this interesting, weird season for us right now after, after COVID. Um, but it's okay because I know, and I have this trust because of all these stories that I've heard. And, uh, so yeah, it absolutely has impacted me. Definitely made me a little more, um, skeptical of some things, made me question some beliefs, um, and maybe reevaluate them, but ultimately come back to a place of sitting with, um, uh, maybe a contentment with, I don't have to know all the answers and it's okay for, for things to be the way they are. It is certainly a journey. And of, of course that brings you back to the matter of character from what you mm -hmm. just said on your journey. Um, and that's very interesting. And, and also another character period for everybody that was uh, developing, you know, that either eroded or built up people was our experience through the COVID. Right. I, I know from statistics that um, there was a, a spike in, in podcast listeners in, during the COVID period. Was there, and you mentioned COVID, was there, um, did you find that there was um, a good... Uh, um, yeah, I mean, we're getting the point. content. Did you did you have was there good stories that came out of the COVID crisis? Um, yeah, I mean, we're getting to the point now where um, people who started things like books or podcasts or uh, other projects during COVID, they're starting to mature. Right. So books are being published. Um People, you know, podcasts are reaching a hundred episodes now or, or more, uh, after that. So, uh, pretty interesting, um, kind of times I'm having people on my show who are, who wrote books during COVID and they, they had started them like as a, as a project. Um, you know, so that's, that's kind of interesting. Definitely. Fascinating. And you're also the founder of the Christian podcasters association. And um, talking about character and building, can you tell us a bit about that and how the podcasters are helping each other? Yeah. Uh, so Christian Podcasters Association started in 2017. Um, I decided to start a Facebook group. There really weren't any groups for just Christian podcasters. There's a lot of groups for podcasters in general uh, that do all kinds of different things. And I was in some of those, but somebody asked a question like, hey, are there... Uh, they were looking for other groups and I said, Hey, are there any Christian groups? And somebody replied, boy, I'd love it if there were. So I started messaging him. Turned out he was in my hometown of Des Moines, Iowa, which was kind of crazy. And uh, I took that as a sign, like, okay, we need to, we need to connect. And we decided to start our, our own Facebook group. Um, he does a whole bunch of other things. And so eventually went away from podcasting, but it was a thing that I did. And now it is a, um, you know, we have about 3,200 people, Christian podcasters in the group. Um, in 2020, we started a membership for Christian podcasters where they can come and uh, learn. And so they, I've got a library of past uh, you know, speakers who come and talk to us. Um, and we meet every Tuesday night and we mastermind and we help each other. And we bring in those speakers. You can ask your questions live. Um, but so it's kind of evolved into this thing where where we're able to I'm able to provide kind of my whole um, philosophy and thought about how you create a Christian podcast. And um, in the meantime, in the Facebook group, uh, which I think is what you were asking about, uh, people are helping each other. So what's beautiful about that 
is we have space for everybody to share every Monday. They can share their latest episodes for the week. Um, but then they can be a guest. There's, there's spots like if you want to be a guest, one of the best things to do is to go on different shows to help promote your show. Uh, so we have things like that. People can ask questions. And then um, it used to be that I would be the one to answer all the questions, right? But now there's enough people in there. There's enough activity. Often I don't even see questions. People are answering them and it's, it's grown a little bit bigger than me even. Um, in addition, you had been an editor with the late podcast magazine. And this last year you had been a speaker at the podcast movement which um, some people may not know, but those who are um, podcasters will know that that's the, the sort of get annual get-together of those in who are podcasters from a, a real wide diversity of podcasts. It's just kind of like everybody, yep. which I find interesting, and I like it because you get to have conversations with people across the board and, and grow in your learning. <clears throat> Can you tell us a little bit about that, that event and um, a little bit of picture of the, uh, the podcast landscape? Yeah. So the beautiful thing about podcasting is it's literally everyone, right? So uh, from any walk of life that you can imagine, there is somebody probably making a podcast about it and they're sharing their, their life or their content or their worldview or their growth journey. And I just love that. So you'll get people. So I come from a Christian perspective, but you'll get people from lots and lots of, of different perspectives. Uh, and podcast movement is one of those places where, where they all come together. There's a couple other um, uh, events throughout the country, but uh, podcast movement is kind of my, my favorite. In fact, this year they're going to be in Denver, my hometown in Denver. So I'm kind of excited. Uh, you, you have an invitation. Dave, you need to come out here and come to it. You should come, but uh, it'll be, uh, it's going to be a great, a great time. Um, I'll, I'll never forget uh, my first podcast movement uh, was in Orlando in 2019. And um, people, just the people I met, like one time I was standing there um, looking at a piece of equipment and dude starts talking to me right next to me and I'm asking him questions. And then I look at his badge and I find out he's like an old, uh, an old guard podcaster, right? Like he was one of the first guys. So, wow. I had no idea. Um, and so you just kind of get to meet those, some of the luminaries that, uh, that are in the space, um, find out what's going on in the space, uh, learn about monetization and some of the stuff that people want to know about. Um, as for like, where is it heading? Um, I, it's an interesting time at the moment. I think, I think right, right now there's a couple of problems that people are trying to solve with podcasting. Like, discoverability. How do people find it? Still, you can't really uh, search audio, although with AI, that's getting different, right? So um, that's starting to change. Everybody wants to know how to monetize, but really some things will never change like building an audience. Building an audience happens when you serve an audience by showing up on a consistent basis and becoming part of their life, making them think, challenging them, encouraging them, educating them. That's, uh, pretty much it. So as much as podcasting might change, uh, it's, it's no, that will probably never go away. So these people who you see that are doing, that have really huge audiences, typically they already started with an audience. And, uh, if you're going to start a show, just commit to showing up and you'll find yours. And we're going to take a brief break and we will return for the second half of our interview with Eric Nevins. 
We're back for the second half of our interview with Eric Nevins, the host of Halfway There podcast. Eric, I'd like to ask you, um, in continuity with what we were talking about, podcast creation, um, what are some critical factors? And this, in this chapter, we like to get into more educational, like people who are interested in learning about how to make podcasts or those who are interested in podcasts. What are some critical factors in, in creating a podcast? Yeah, well, so I like to talk um, about podcasting as kind of five steps. Uh, and it does not start where you think it does. So a lot of people, when they start thinking about doing a podcast, they start worrying about getting a microphone, uh, finding hosting, where does it live? How do I get it out to the world? And all of that is very, very important, but it is not where you start. So uh, I have kind of this five parts. And because I'm with a seminary, I'm contractually obligated to alliterate. So they're, they all start with M. Here it is. So it starts with mindset. I think it matters um, how you show up. You got to sometimes be willing to do anything to get your content out. Uh, for me, early on, that looked like uh, getting uh, an episode out every single Monday and making that decision that that was going to happen no matter what. And I, I had to decide that the show wasn't going to fail because I failed to show up. Um, so that was a really key mindset um, issue for me because it can get hard when you when you're publishing often and you feel like nobody's listening. That's a tough place to be, but that commitment, that mindset commitment, will keep you going. The second one is a message, and you really need to have a message about. Uh, something that you really care about and that will keep you going. So I don't know if you know this, but there's like six or 700,000 podcasts in iTunes that only have one episode, right? So those are the, those are the shows. Yeah. That started really. And somebody didn't know what they were going to say, right? They, they maybe were playing around with a, with a free app or something to get going and their phone. I think a lot of that happened during COVID honestly, but if you don't have a message and you don't have anything to say, you kind of run it, you stop pretty quickly. Right? So uh, having your message, knowing the value transformation that you're offering to your audience and then how you're going to offer that to your audience is really, really critical. And that's when you can get to, to your, uh, what I call the mechanics, the, the microphones and all that kind of stuff. So I talk about this, like it's a house. So your mindset's the foundation. Your message is the framing of the house, the two by fours that hold everything up. And then the mechanics are like your HVAC and your electrical and your, um, you know, plumbing, hopefully you never have to think about them, right? You set them up once and then you never think about them. Something's wrong. If you're thinking about your plumbing, right? That's so you hope that that never happens. And then, uh, marketing is, I call marketing your curb appeal. It's what attracts people to you and draws people into your space. Can't underestimate the value of that. Super important. And then lastly is uh, monetization. That's what makes your land, whatever you built, your website productive, and it can turn into a garden or whatever, whatever part of the metaphor that you want. But uh, so that's how it really goes. You got to have something that you want to talk about a lot and that you're not afraid to repeat yourself about uh, and that you want to create a community around. Great. Thank you very much. And because I want to get a, a, a diversity of people on, on this particular program with this podcast, really the focus is to focus toward people across the spectrum who are mm -hmm. uh, life learners, ongoing learners. And 
what the advice you just gave can be applied to many different um, areas of uh, endeavors that we do. Thank you very much. Regarding podcast, podcast evolving, um, how is your podcast community evolving? Yeah, so I think our uh, community is evolving because, well, we're growing. There's certainly more of us. People are also more interested in video. So what you're doing uh, with video is really, really actually kind of cutting edge with what's happening right now. Uh, video, in fact, I, there was a report. Last week was actually a podcast movement. They have, they have a second um, show in, um, it was in Las Vegas this year. So kind of mid, mid-year. And they released some podcasting stats and video podcasting is like the number one thing that's that's growing. So uh, people are asking me those questions. And so I'm trying to help them out uh, to figure out how to how to do that well and inexpensively, right? So uh, there's a lot of that uh, kind of kind of thing, but I think people are um, more and more committed also to just sharing their message. And so one thing I talk about um, a lot with my group of Christian podcasters is that the the message of of Christ that He brings goes out around the world in the next, let's say, century or, or more. Uh, through podcasting. It really does. You, you'll get um, downloads from all over the world. Uh, and it's kind of surprising and amazing and uh, a tremendous opportunity. Thank you. And please tell us what's ahead for this new year as we're going into the Yeah, new well, year. this year, so for me, it's a kind of a big uh, year. What we're working on number of things. We have a physical product. We're going to sell a, oh, a calendar uh, that I'm kind of excited about. I've used it for years, but we're making a custom version for my community, uh, which I think would be kind of fun. I'm offering some tools that are available uh, and will be available on our website, uh, like a self audit so that you can go on to uh, get this PDF, look at it, evaluate yourself. It's 91 points. Uh, and figure out what do I actually need to work on next? That's the idea. Um, I think that's one of the most uh, critical things is a lot of podcasters just don't get a lot of feedback, uh, especially when you're building your show. It just takes time to get enough people to start to respond to you. And so this gives uh, podcasters a way to figure out how, you know, what do I actually need to work on? What am I not working on? Um, so things like that. Um, working on some video, working on a new podcast as well called the Christian podcaster for Christian podcasters, as you can imagine. And, um, so that's the kind of stuff that I'm working on trying to develop, you know, and also I'm doing coaching and I help people guest on podcasts as well. That's a, that's a business that's, uh, I'm also doing. We've been talking with Eric Nevins, the host and producer of halfway there podcast and the founder of the Christian Podcasters Association. We'd like to thank you, Eric. Thanks, brother. Join us for our next episode of The Omnibus Show. We look forward to having you there. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Omnibus Show. If you enjoyed this program, please like, share, and subscribe to continue the conversation. For the Omnibus Show newsletter, please sign up at theomnibusshow.com.